everybody, and welcome to the Makers of Minnesota podcast, where we talk to cool people doing cool things. And today we are talking to Gretchen Fleener. She is a artist who does paintertainment and has a few business <laughs> names. Paintertainment is one of them, but I ran across her because I saw something called the Glitter Glamper, and I was so excited about it because it combined a camper and glitter and paint activations and fun things to do on site. So Gretchen, welcome to the program. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Excited to be here. So you're a painter-tainer. Tell me what that means. Yes, so um, I provide all sorts of artistic entertainment for events. Um, I started out with face painting uh, 27 years ago. And since then, I've uh, taken up balloon twisting and henna and uh, glitter tattoos. So any kind of really artistic way to entertain party guests is what I do. So tell me about how that morphed into the glitter glamper. Yeah, so I think everybody, I think in Minnesota knows it's it's really tough to get into the Minnesota State Fair. And that that was kind of like the ultimate goal, I think, for a face painter, the, the big one, the big fair. And um, I had been trying to get in there with face painting for years. And they said, you know, we have one little booth already at the fair and we're not looking for more face painting. So I was, I was actually laying in my camper bed one weekend uh, with my family. We love to go camping out at William O'Brien State Park. Uh, that was the fall of 2018. I was just kind of, you know, tr- drifting away, went to sleep. That's when those ideas tend to pop in your head. And I thought, what if I combine camping with glamping and glitter. I do glitter in my face paint and the the glitter glamper idea kind of came to mind just melding together so many things I love camping and I love vintage retro style and 50s stuff and all things glitter. So they kind of this idea started brewing as I laid there uh, (laughs) and I decided to put together a proposal for the fair for uh, something something more than face painting, something a little different that could be aimed at adults as well and teens and uh, involve more of the bling side. Um, that whole face painting industry has really exploded in the last 10 years with new products and people were starting to like attach actual gems to faces with princess crowns and things like that. So I kind of went in that direction. Uh, I put together a a packet of photos of what I could do, including glitter beards, (laughs) which was a really fun new thing. Bless my husband's heart. He let me experiment on his beard. Sure. (laughs) So that I could get a photo of one to send them. And so my proposal included a Photoshop rendering of a vintage camper. It was kind of my pie in the sky dream. I thought this is what I would do if you gave me a spot at the fair. I would. Then I would go invest in in a camper, but they have to see what your idea is first. So I luckily had some Photoshop skills. I, I drew up my idea, sent it off and thought, well, it's out of my hands and went through one winter and the following spring, they called me up in May and had a spot for me. So 
uh, once I had that spot, of course, I, I kind of went into full gear, making this whole idea into a reality. So where is your spot at the fair? So actually, just this is breaking news as of I think last week, they've uh, decided to move us. Um, I started out in the West End, which is just a super fun place with shopping and music. And um, I've now moved over to uh, this will be the first year in Baldwin Park. So it's like a family, family area over there, right across the street from the 4-H building and kind of between 4-H and the big, uh, big Ferris wheel. So you're very close to the My Talk 107 booth. Oh, awesome. my, one of my day jobs. So I'll yes, make sure I'll that I pop on by. <laughs> so what kind of camper did you buy? And do you is it more of a backdrop or do you literally invite people into the camper to do their gl- glitter treatment? Yeah. So I, I actually found a 1963 Shasta, which is basically, it's exactly what I photoshopped in my rendering. I was very excited when I, I found it from a guy in St. Paul, actually. Uh, and I did spend, it was kind of, I call it my COVID sanity project. I spent a lot of COVID time. Uh, outfitting this camper into a glamper. It was already in pretty good shape. But yeah, my goal was to make it so that I could work out of it, like work actually inside of it with people, but also be able to camp in it. So if I went to a festival that was out of town for a weekend, I could theoretically spend the night there and then open up shop in the morning and bling people out. So I, I took out the front dinette section, uh, which was a, like a booth and a table and c- custom designed a piece that would still hide the water tank, but it would function as both a booth when I'm camping and a workstation when I'm blinging in there. So it, it's kind of a, it's, it's like a sparkly transformer. <laughs> it can be a fever work or play. <laughs> so this type of business is very solopreneur, right? Because do you have people that work for you or work with you or are you solely it? And then like to grow every year, you have to charge more or the economics have to be real clear. Yeah. So face painting in general, I think it starts out kind of lonely. Usually most people start just doing parties on their own and uh, some people get into that competitive mindset where we can't work with other painters or they'll, they'll take our jobs. And, but I, I think when, you know, Facebook came around and all the Facebook groups came out, everybody really started coming together and connecting with other artists. And there are, there's conventions out there for face painters, so many ways to connect since I started face painting. And I actually, I kind of fell into the the agent role as I grew, um, I would get events that were just way too big for me to handle myself. And connecting with fellow painters around the Twin Cities really helped me build up a, an awesome team of artists. And uh, well, before COVID, I would host paint jams at my house every month. Now I'm starting those back up again. So we have a really great tight-knit community here that that helps each other out with their their events and their booths. and so what I, we all basically, uh, as an agent, I hire other artists as independent contractors. And so I've 
uh, luckily been able to meet a lot of talented people uh, up until now that I could count on from my booth. And um, yeah, hold so on one second. Yeah. Hold on one second. I have to plug in. So hold oh. on. So you have a team of people that you can call on for these events. Like how much does a good face painter make in an hour per se? Oh, you know, it, it, it depends. I mean, at, at an hourly paid event at parties, it's obviously more of a stable thing than, than at a fair, I would say the going rate in the twin cities is probably 150 an hour, uh, maybe more depending on what they're offering. Uh, and of course that's, I, I have a blog post about this. It's not necessarily you're making 150 in an hour. There's a lot of expenses and extra time before and after an event that goes into that. So, um, hourly events are, are kind of what our, our bread and brother bread and butter throughout the year. Um, and then these, these fairs, you just never know. It's a big gamble. <laughs> yeah. Because, I don't do a lot of them, but you know, weather and, um, you still have to staff regardless of the weather mm-hmm. supplies yeah. and weather's a big one. That's, that's one reason I don't do a lot of these outdoor events unless they're a good long one like the fair you know people are going to come at some point so if you have a bad rainy day you know you'll make it up on the nicer day so are you kind of like I get this vibe from you that you're like the mother of face painters in the twin cities am I correct (laughs) oh I don't know that would be that would be an honor if I was considered the mother of face painters. <laughs> Were you a traditional artist before or how did you get into this? Yeah, I've, I mean, I've been an artist my whole life. I come from a family of artists. My mom uh, worked, was an artist who worked from home as well. And so it's just kind of in my blood. I went to school actually for industrial design and worked in the corporate world, designing retail displays for Best Buy for a while. And so I, I kind of found a, a career path there that used my art. I mean, I've been painting, I guess, since I could could hold a brush. Um, I started face painting in high school, just as a summer job at Valley Fair. And How funny. that's kind of where the face painting started from. But of course, they closed in the summer. And so I went into Camp Snoopy when it used to be Camp Snoopy at Mall of America. For, uh, worked there weekends through college. And, uh, you know, I, I graduated and worked in the corporate gig, but I still kind of kept that face painting on the side just because it was, uh, it was fun, fun and extra money. And that was part of my negotiations actually for my corporate job was that I'd get that week off to do the county fair. (laughs) So it kind of was a a high school thing and then a side thing. And then when I had kids, it became my, my full-time job, which has been really awesome. Yeah. It sounds like a great career to balance like home and fun. And obviously fun is a big part of, of face painting. And when you talked about that, there's been innovations in the materials. Tell me more about that. Like what kind of things are you excited about that you'll have out at the fair this year? Oh yeah. So the whole three-dimensional thing is what sets us apart from the other face painting booths and uh, the gems we attach. So uh, I also have 
handmade unicorn horns that we put on little girls. We can make you look like a unicorn. We have mermaid tails. So there's that whole 3D aspect of it. Uh, We use like a skin safe medical grade adhesive. Uh, And then there's also just, just so many tools, unique brush shapes and what we call split cakes, which are paint cakes that have multiple colors in them. So you can load up a whole rainbow on one brush and with one stroke you can make an entire rainbow and so there are yeah there's just endless things i run an online face paint store as well so i'm constantly uh adding new things and of course i have to buy them myself to try them so i yeah have an opinion so yeah it's it's kind of an it's an endless stream of fun things that they come up with for face painting. Do you market your store online through search engine optimization? Because it's a, such a specific niche. You know, I I wish I knew more about SEO optimization. My sister's great at that. I need to, to plug her into my business. I think I get a lot of business out of my website, mainly just because it's been there for so long now. So that's that's something I'd love to learn more about, just, just to get more traffic. But I do get a lot of people coming to my site, I think, through Facebook groups now. There's a lot of groups for other artists. And I am constantly pumping out free content, tutorials and blog posts and things that all eventually point people back to my site. So it helps a lot. And is that why you make all that content? Uh, no, not really necessarily. I just love to to teach. I guess maybe that back to the being a mother of face painters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wouldn't consider myself the mother of face painters in the area. There's a lot of wonderful painters out here, but I love to help new painters. And just, I, I started school in graphic design and I like that graphic side of things. So I'm, I like laying out tutorials and uh, I have a magazine I publish and I love writing as well. So that kind of brings all of those things together. I can share share what I love and help other people get into it as well. Uh, I've self-published a few books for painters and I'll teach at conventions. And so I really just love, I love teaching other artists and, and just watching when they, they get that wow moment when something clicks and, and they, they figure out a, a time-saving amazing trick or something. So how much joy, like you, I can just imagine a little kid that you've put a unicorn horn you know, and painted her face and she turns around and sees it in the mirror. That's got to be magical. It is. We call that the mirror moment for us. It's like our payment for everything we do is just to get those, those looks in the mirror. And it's just really fun to be the fun thing at the party. A lot of times I'm the surprise for the birthday child, which is, you know, how can you not love that? I love it. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, it's a great to talk to you. I can't wait to see you at the fair, the glitter glamper, and it's going to be super fun. And we'll look for you in the new Baldwin Park family area. And yes. thanks for your time today. A mother of face painters, not the mother, <laughs> like the mother of dragons. You can be a mother of face painters, but it's really been fun to talk to you. Thank you so much. Thank you okay. for having me. I hope to see well, you at the fair. Absolutely. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.